This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with the fabulous Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve, and thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, this week we have, um, it's actually a, a pretty common uh, situation, I think, where um, you're a man or a woman, and you have some friends of the opposite gender. Uh, we're talking opposite sex friends today. And so um, I, I have a lot of female friends, um, and my wife is, you know, for the most part, pretty fine with it. Um, actually, she is fine with it. I don't know why I said the most part. Uh, but I do know um, I have other friends where uh, the husband or wife is not as open to the idea or comfortable with the idea of their spouse, whether it's the husband or the wife, hanging out uh, solely with these opposite-sex friends. And so it kind of puts uh, the individual in a, in a bit of a pickle trying to decide what is the right thing to do. Should they uh, listen to their spouse because it makes them uncomfortable or should they uh, instead, you know, not sever this relationship and, and go out and hang with their opposite sex friend, even, you know, completely innocently. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, it, it's logical. If it's a guy, he doesn't want to upset his wife, but on the other hand, you don't like to dump your friends, but that's not cool. So, yeah, so, I mean, let's start with the obvious. Um, is, is it wrong for a married guy to have female friends uh, if his wife doesn't like it? No. It is never wrong to have friends of either sex or of indeterminate sex, for that matter. You know, friends is friends. But it is a good idea to be sensitive to how your mate feels about it. And, you know, Steve, I'm glad you mixed and matched the genders there because it isn't just wives who object to a husband's opposite sex friends. Husbands often aren't too keen on their wives having male friends unless they happen to be gay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it, so it's not only, um, and, and like you just pointed out, uh, guy's problem that his wife doesn't want him hanging out with women, but I would say... Also, now that you have, and this is going to sound really lame coming out of my mouth, but uh, now that more women are in the workplace, um, mm -hmm. you know, now they have, where this used to be a very a male-specific thing, where they were the ones that were leaving the house, having all the outside interactions with the opposite sex, but now you have just the opposite, where a lot of women are now in the workplace having interactions with men, and so you're getting that... Uh, it's not just the wives' only problem. You got it's a it's a husband problem too. Exactly. Or not exactly. Problem, maybe issue. Well, that's a problem, frankly, for some people. Um, and, and I think you'll find that a lot of guys do not like it when their wives meet some dude for lunch, even business lunch. 
you know, especially if he's single, cute, and not gay. <laughs> so <laughs> the way to deal with it, though, Steve, is the same, whether you're the husband with the female friend or the wife with the male friend. Absolutely the same. And, and so what, how, how is that? Oh, you're going to love this. When you can't beat them, join them. Okay. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you want to desensitize your spouse to what they are perceiving as a threat. So let, let me explain. In psychology, when someone has a phobia, like a phobia about spiders, you know, they, they just freak out whenever there's a spider anywhere near, you, you don't just tell the person, avoid spiders the rest of your life. I mean, that's not realistic. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, to help them get over the fear, you introduce the person in a non-anxiety-provoking way to, wait for it, spiders. Mm -hmm. So you start by showing them photographs of little cute spiders, and then you work your way up to photographs of big, mean spiders. And eventually you get them to be relaxed in the presence of a dead spider in a bottle, all the way up to their being able to deal with a real spider in a relaxed way or pretty darn close to relax. That's how you get anybody over any phobia. Okay. So I start by showing a photograph, take them to the morgue so they see the dead <laughs> body. And, no, no, so, so, uh, so the, you're saying the first step in this case would be to sh first show my wife what this uh, non-threatening person looks like. Well... It's not quite that literal a translation from spider phobia to jealous of gal pal uh -huh. phobia, but it is the same principle. So what you'd want to do in all seriousness, because I know our listeners um, would like more than us just fooling around here, is you'd start by telling your wife, let's say you're the husband, some of the upsides and the downsides to your friends. So, for example, you both went to tech school together. She's very up on the latest techie whatever, and you share that interest. And, you know... Maybe you can explain she's not terribly feminine. Maybe she wears Birkenstocks all year round. Whatever. Whatever the ups and downs are. And then be sure to tell your wife the kinds of things you do talk about. Whatever it is. doesn't matter. Computers, games, you know, whatever. And then, second step, one step closer, invite your wife to join you and your female friend for lunch. Share your friendship. Make it inclusive of your wife. That's why I said when you can't meet them, join them. Make it an inclusive relationship rather than an exclusive relationship. Okay. And your wife will come to see your female friend as a person, not as a gender-specific threat. And that will make all the difference in the world. Okay, and then I assume you'd give the same advice to a wife with guy friends. Absolutely. You want to bring your mate in on the conversation. You want to expand your friendship with the, you know, opposite gender friend, so it can include your mate on occasion. Not all the time. As a matter of fact, yourself won't even be interested. But it's enough, sometimes time, so that your spouse recognizes this isn't a threat. This just isn't a threat. He, he brings me into the lunch or he, he tells me about the conversation, whatever. And the last little, little button on this, if you will, Steve, is don't push it. So, what do you mean by that, don't push it? Don't be saying, oh, my friend Susie said this, my friend Susie did that, or my friend Sam said this, my friend Sam did that all the time. Nothing annoys a spouse more than to hear about what an outsider close to your mate is up to. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be imposing your friends on your spouse. 
You just want to be able to socialize with them from time to time or have them call you from time to time without your mate having a fit. That's all. So a little bit of inclusion and don't push it would be, if you will, the guideline. And I'm assuming in this situation, too, uh, when your spouse recommends something and you ignore it and then your opposite sex friend recommends something and then you take them up on that advice... You're that's, extremely deep yogurt. <laughs> that's not going to go over too well. No, that's not fair. That's yeah. absolutely not fair. You're, you're, you know, we call it a significant other, right? Your primary relationship is with your spouse. So if your spouse is suggesting something, you don't have to go along with it, but you certainly have to acknowledge it and appreciate their input and say, yeah, you know, I'd like, I'm going to think about that or whatever. And if you decide not to go with their suggestion, is explain why. And then the same thing holds true for if your friend makes a suggestion, is tell your spouse, you know, so-and-so made a suggestion about whatever, and what do you think about it? Be inclusive. Bring it in. And that way you'll avoid a lot of the jealousy problem. Now, so, I, this is all really great. What do we do if uh, our spouse has drawn a pretty hard line? I mean, they're... You are not to see this person. They make me. There's something about this person that makes me extremely uncomfortable. When even though I've met her, uh, whenever we're hanging out, I can see her trying to flirt with you. You might not take it that way, but I see it, and it's making me uncomfortable. What do you What do you say to a situation like that? I think that it's it's what I might call grace under pressure. In other words, take some time by yourself to sort out why is this friend so important to you. And is it worth jeopardizing your marriage? If your wife isn't generally jealous of everything that moves, mm-hmm. she may have um, an understanding, maybe even at a sort of just an energy level, right? Just a feeling mm-hmm. that, indeed, this person is out for more than just a friendship. So in the interest of your primary relationship, you want to take a good, hard look at why are you really, you know, kind of digging in your heel on maintaining this friendship. Because I bet you 10 to 1 that it isn't really all that important. You just don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. So if, generally speaking, your spouse is allowing of, you know, your differences, because obviously people within a couple have differences, sure. but there's this, this one friend that really rubs her the wrong way, brace into pressure, probably better to yield. If, however, this becomes something that, that happens Frequently, like every time you have a new friend or whatever, your your spouse objects. Yeah. Go see a counselor. Okay. Because if it's a repetitive thing, it's a pattern, and then it's a problem. Because you're probably not Brad Pitt and have all the females flocking to you like your spouse seems to think. It's exactly something in there for okay. Right. I mean, you know, imagine what Brad Pitt has to cope with. I tried one act afternoon. It didn't work very well for me. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? In other words, yeah. celebrities are, are up against this in a big way. We are up against it usually in a, a fairly small way. And the same thing would be true of their spouses as of ours, which is, okay, is it a blanket objection to anyone who comes near you? Because if it is, go see a counselor. Yeah. But if it's a, you know, a rather particular objection to one person, you know, how much is that person really worth? what could be big trouble in your marriage, grace under pressure. 
And it could also be pretty tricky, too, when you're talking about the workplace, where in some instances, like, yes, you can avoid contact outside of the office, but it's going right. to be a little difficult when you're stuck on projects together or something within the office. But that's not usually the issue. The issue is generally with socializing outside. Got it. And so, you know, generally speaking, spouses are very tolerant of, you know, the fact that we live in a, in a, in a multi-gender environment and you're going to be with people of opposite gender all the time as you said Steve earlier there's women all over the workplace whereas they didn't used to be and men obviously also so you know usually people are pretty cool as long as you keep it in the workplace Mm -hmm. it's when you start having that latte every morning with them not at work you know you meet them in in, ahead of work yeah down at the uh, local coffee place or um you know you're you're knocking back that uh that after hours drink or whatever, um, that's when you get yourself in trouble. Okay. And yeah. uh, a last point I wanted to touch on really quick is uh, how about this translating into the uh, social networking realm, being uh, yes. buds on Facebook and, and going back and forth all night on Twitter? That's, you know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and what it's called is wake up to your real life. Your real life is the one that has flesh and blood people in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so if you're letting your, your Facebook life or your Twitter life take over in, in lieu of or instead of your flesh and blood relationship, you really got to pay attention to what's going on with you. But I'm not even – I'm actually not even talking about you uh, neglecting your relationship because of Facebook or whatnot. I'm, I'm bringing up the point of – your spouse is fine that you have this friend who's at work and you're, that's all cool, but they're kind of uncomfortable with you being friends on Facebook or you constantly um, commenting or sharing information on the social networks. Ah, I'm sorry, I misunderstood then. Well, it's simple. It's moderation in all things. Mm-hmm. usually works out real well. You have really no need to comment on your, your work friend's every single little post or tweet or whatever. Um, so, you know, just kind of keep it down to uh, an acceptable, sort of polite minimum. Yeah. And your spouse should be fine. Again, it, it, it's a balance. You don't want to cut that person out. You don't want to not Facebook them at all. But on the other hand, you do have a primary relationship that needs attention. So it's a, it's a, it is a fine line, and I think most people kind of sense where, the, <laughs> where that boundary is. Be aware of it. And, and uh, th- this, I, I promise this will be the last question here. <laughs> You're having entirely too much fun. So am I. <laughs> uh, so um, now what about the situation, and these are all hypotheticals here, what about the yeah. situation where someone actually does come on to you um, what is the responsibility of you as the spouse? Do you, are you, do you feel like they should tell their wife, like, hey, this, this woman at work is hitting on me? Uh, does it no. depend on, okay. No, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah, okay. Um, it, you know, we're, we're all big boys and girls, and we should know by now how to cope with people who are being inappropriate with us. It's not always pleasant, but it's really your job, not your spouse's. And it's almost bragging to say, oh, you know, someone's hitting me up on me at work. <laughs> it's like, okay, so what do you want here? You want a jealousy thing? What do you want? Yeah. 
we're, we should be by now pretty good. By that, I mean, you know, we're adults, pretty good at letting someone know, gee, I'm very flattered, but I'm very married. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. Do you think it's um, inappropriate to have a little flirting? No, as long as you're really, really good about maintaining boundaries. A lot of people aren't. So, you know, you, it, it's one of those know-thyself moments. Yeah. If you can do a little light flirting and you know perfectly well and you make sure that the other person is extremely aware of where the boundaries are, hey, it's fun. But for the most part, people have trouble with that. Yeah. They tend to get, you know, it's so attractive to be flirted with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of mildly intoxicating, you know, like having an extra glass of bubbly. So it easily can sort of slip into the next stage without you really meaning for it to. And then it's much more complicated to get out of. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I bring it up only because we actually have an article, and we, I did a podcast with um, somebody else a long time ago, and it, this that was the the sole topic of conversation, which was mm-hmm. um, flirting, and mm-hmm. very very strong opinions on that subject. Where mm-hmm. some people thought, um, yeah, it's totally fine, and mm-hmm. the, the 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 person that I was having the conversation with, and in the article talked about, you know, definitely obviously establishing and having those boundaries, but being able to yep. transfer that that good energy, that good feeling to your spouse once you get home. And sure. uh, other people were just like, nope, there's, right. it's just completely inappropriate. Yeah. And so I was just curious what your take it's, on it's, that was. To me, it's not so much that it's completely inappropriate. It's that if you don't know yourself and if you don't have strong boundaries yourself, then absolutely verboten, absolutely stay away from it. Asking for trouble. You know? yeah. Exactly. And, so, and then, of course, it all depends on what one defines as flirting. That's true, too. That's the other problem, which is that there there are levels of flirting that are so mild that, quite frankly, most people don't even see them. Yeah. And then there's the really sort of gross, obvious stuff that you couldn't miss if you tried. Um, there's, there's a whole range there. So to me, it's, it's a lot more about knowing yourself, knowing where you stand with yourself and with your marriage, and then being judicious. Mm-hmm. Being, putting your big boy or big girl pants on, for heaven's sake. It's not that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think our listeners are ready to put on their big boy and big girl pants. So, uh, you know, we'll 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 stop it there. So, uh, thank you so much for your time, Noel. I love having you on and doing this. So, um, thank you once again for your time. I really appreciate uh, it. It's so much my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, before you guys uh, click pause or stop on your fancy iPods, um, I want to remind you that Noel is a doctor, has is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. You can get more at her website, uh, drnoelnelson.com. Uh, you can follow uh, Noelle on Twitter, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. You can find her on Facebook. Uh, we are on Facebook, slash Hitched. We're on Twitter, at Hitch Media. And, of course, all this wonderful information, uh, past podcasts and everything else, is on the big site, hitchedmag.com. So uh, check it out. Uh, write into us. Let us know what you think. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Love hearing from everybody. And uh, that's going to do it. So... Thanks again, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody.
I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.